hello, 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 beautiful people, and welcome back to Consciously Unfiltered with Avelina. I am your hostess with the mostest you already know, sis, Avelina. Oh my gosh, guys. Ooh, it's been a minute. It's been a real minute. And your girl has been booked and busy getting that money, getting to the paper. You know that she don't step. No, I'm just playing. But I have, I did get a job. So um, that's why I wasn't really here like that. You know, I was really getting like, I was putting in them hours and I was uh working. It, it still is a, a working during a pandemic. Yes. So yes, welcome back, you guys. It feels so good to be back and I can't wait to share like, all of my thoughts with you guys, because honestly, like, I just been like keeping these thoughts inside and telling everybody that I see in the real world, you know how I feel, but I, I haven't been able to tell everybody, I haven't been able to tell y'all, confide in y'all. So I'm back. Thank you for waiting patiently. If you watching this, thank you, thank you, thank you. No JT slander will be tolerated here point blank period. Let's start off with that because JT is a beautiful young dark skinned woman and I will not tolerate any hate towards her. Now that we got that out the way, <laughs> let's get into these announcements for today. All right, so announcements for today. Uh, I just wanna take a really quick second to talk about some of the newer albums that I've been listening to. Uh, it's really only two that I think you guys should also be listening to, too. Because if you're not, then I'm going to judge you. Mm -hmm, I will. So first one is going to go to Ty Dolla Sign. His new album featuring Ty Dolla Sign is just everything. The transitions are everything. Honestly, he's working with a lot of artists, which is something that he's known for doing and doing well. So Ty Dolla Sign's new album featuring Ty Dolla Sign. Like, please go listen if you have not listened to it already. That is my shit. It is forever on repeat. Like, I love it. I adore it. I love Temptations. I love Track 6. I love Freak. I love It's Your Turn. Um, I love Call Tyrone with Big Sean. Like, I just love, I love Universe with Kehlani. Like, I love damn near every single song on the album. Now the next album, honey, let me tell you. Miss Ariana Grande did not come to play, yeah. Miss Ariana did not come to play. So please check out that positions. Sis did what needed to be done. She said, I'm gonna get nasty, I'm gonna get freaky, I'm gonna be cute, I'm gonna be classy, I'm gonna let you play in my hair. Like she, oh, I love that girl. That girl can honestly do no wrong in my eyes. Like literally can do no wrong in my eyes, so. Shout out to Ariana Grande. I fucking love that. Don't wanna wait on it tonight. I wanna get nasty. What you waiting for? Uh, what you waiting for? Uh, don't wanna wait on it tonight. I wanna get nasty. That and Westside. Woo, baby! Mm! I love that girl. I love that girl. Just shout out to Taylor Parks. You know, I love you, girl. If you have not seen my interview actually with Taylor Parks, I interviewed her about two years ago. Um, she writes for literally everyone. She is a genius writer, also a very genius creator and creative and um, artist. I love that girl. She is so talented. So definitely check out Taylor Parks too. Um, and that Taylor Parks interview. <laughs> my own little, you know, my own little thing in there. <laughs> Ariana and Ty Dolla Sign, just perfection, literal perfection. And they actually have a song 
uh, together on her album called Safety Net, which is also one of my favorites. And I listen to that nonstop on repeat all motherfucking day. Okay. Speaking of albums, we have two 10 year anniversaries of big albums that dropped 10 years ago, hence anniversary. One was Pink Friday. I am not Jasmine, I am Aladdin. So far ahead, these bums is lagging. See me in that new thing, bums is gagging. I'm starting to feel like a dungeon dragon. Rah, rah, like a dungeon dragon. I'm starting to feel like a dungeon dragon. Look at my show footage, how these girls be spazzing. The fuck I look like getting back to a has-been. Yeah, I said it, has-been. Hang it up, flat screen. I can't, I can't. Plasma, hey Nikki, hey Nikki, asthma. I can't stop. <laughs> Once you get into that Roman's Revenge, I mean, I, I don't know, you know? Um, so yeah, Pink Friday turned 10 years old on November 20th. And it's like, ah, what? Nicki Minaj, I don't know what I would, I don't know what I would do without her. I don't think I would have the confidence that I have today. I just, I, I would be able to like really want to chase my dream if it weren't for Nicki Minaj. Like Nicki Minaj is the motherfucking pink print, period. So, you know, I got my pink on, whatever. That's really all I got, you know. <laughs> I don't got no pink wig, but you know. Speaking of pink wig, pink wig, thick ass giving whiplash. I don't know. Guys, I'm so motherfucking hyped right now. But that... Leads me into the second 10 year anniversary um, thing that I wanted to cover, which was My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy by Kanye West. Woo! He had Monster on there, you already know. That's, you know, Nikki put her stamp on that one. So Monster, what's it called? All of the Lights, Double in a New Dress, yes, and Blame Game. Now let me tell you a little something about Blame Game. That, when I first heard the album, that song to me stuck out the most. Like I, Chris Rock, um, the whole song, John Legend, like speechless. I have no words. Like I genuinely love that song. That's my favorite, favorite, favorite song out of all the songs because Yeezy taught me. Like what? <laughs> what? I, saw, I say this shit all the time too. I saw this shit. Twister had this shit on in the sauce. Twister had this motherfucker on in the sauce. That's right. That's right. Babe. Yo, babe. <laughs> like, I literally say that all the time. So, like, ugh, my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Happy 10 year anniversary. Also, to Pink Friday. Happy 10 year anniversary. All right. Let's talk about Ivy Park. Now, Ivy Park dropped. They're part two, all black, ting, you know? And I personally must say I'm unimpressed by the part two black drop. I don't know what the fuck it's called, all black, whatever. Um, I'm personally not really impressed only because I'm not the type of person to wear a lot of black. I don't have a lot of black in my closet. So even when I feel like I wanna go for a black look, I only have like three things to choose from. So <laughs> I didn't really, you know, care for the all black look, but what I did care for was the very first drop or the, the third season first drop, which was all the colors and it was really pretty. We got to see Marseille, Chloe and Hallie, Kehlani, Roland Ray, Lala Milan. They all got their boxes. Carrie Washington all got their boxes. And I love that first drop. And let me tell you a little something too, a little backstory. So, I actually tried to get the clothes and I had a budget of about 400. I put four, 
things in my cart. So here's what I wanted. Let me tell y'all what I wanted. I wanted the crop hoodie and the cargo pants slash like sweats. And that's in like brown, right? I wanted those too. And then I wanted this really cute bucket hat. It's a mint bucket hat. So cute. Needed that. And then I wanted the Adidas shoes. That's literally all I wanted. All of that was like 365, which was good because that was within my budget. Like that's how much I wanted to spend. No more than 400. So I was good. I was perfect. I put everything in my car at about 10 a.m. The shit dropped for like us regular folk at like four. So I waited however many hours that is. I don't know. You do the math, but it's a lot of motherfucking hours. I waited that many hours to finally hit check out. Mind you, my credit card's in there. Like everything is good. Like we are ready to check out. All I need to do is press the button. So it comes to four o'clock. I press the button and it literally says, there are no items in your cart, sweetie. There are no items in your cart. What are you talking about? The shit is sold out. Why did you think that you were going to be able to get this Ivy Park drop? And I'm <laughs> looking like, well, damn. <laughs> I, I, there's nothing I can do. There's nothing I can do. I'm mad. I'm sad. I'm disappointed. I'm also kind of happy because I did just, you know, not spend $365, but still like I wanted those clothes. <laughs> I genuinely wanted those clothes. So then when the part two came out, I got a little excited and then I saw what was there and I immediately got unexcited. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's black, it's regular clothes, like I'm cool. Like if it wasn't such a hassle to get the clothes, okay, I still might get some, don't get me wrong, it's cute. But since it's a hassle and it's black, I'm not about to be tripping off of that. So um, yeah, Beyonce, uh, I'm sorry girl, but Beyonce, please. <laughs> I just want some Ivy Mark. I really just want some Ivy Park, girl. Like, I just want that first drop. Just send me, like, your leftovers, whatever you got. Because, girl, at this point, help a sister out. Next announcement. Summer Walker is pregnant. But who didn't see that coming? Because I did. I'm not going to lie. When Summer Walker even came into the game and the way she was, like, handling everything and the way things were just moving for her, it felt really Lauren Hill. It felt, it was giving me Lauren Hill vibes down to a T. Like, y'all, I don't know what else y'all expected from her, but I really expected her to get pregnant and dip. Like, I really, I really expected her, you ready, to follow Lauren and Lauren Hill's footsteps. So, first, she's gonna make a ridiculously good album that no one could put down and that everyone has to replay, and that will probably be replayed for the next 20, 30, 40, 50 years, just make an incredibly great album, right? That you can play front to back and back to fucking front. Check. Then when she when she showed that she was um, like socially awkward, I realized this fame shit is not for her. So she's most likely gonna be ducked off, quiet, chilling somewhere else. Check. <laughs> She already got a boyfriend, so that's already London on track. She really only work with London on track. <laughs> check. She got a nigga. Check. All that there's left for her to do is have a baby and leave us. Guess what? It's happening. Maybe a little sooner than you guys thought, but uh, it's, a, it's about right on time for me. Um, it's a lot dealing with pressures of social media and being famous and being a figure and being a singer 
and looking a certain way. And it's a lot of pressure. And I understand that. I do understand that for Summer Walker. It's a lot for her to handle. So I think that a baby will ground her. I think that a baby will help keep her quiet for the most part. And I'm not going to lie. I, I I expected it. I don't know what I was doing. I expected it. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like one of those things. Like I see it. I, I get it. I get it. I really do. I see her taking a whole ass Lauren Hill approach. Mm. But congrats to Summer Walker, girl. You, you're amazing. And although we do like to pick fights with you on social media, at the end of the day, you're probably going to be a really good mother and you're probably going to be happier than ever chilling, you know, by yourself and with London on the track with the baby not making music. <laughs> so, uh, Mulatto's stealing wigs now? <laughs> Mulatto's stealing wigs now? Yes, she is. So apparently this girl on... Twitter had called her out and was like, hey, two years ago, you bought this wig for me or you never paid or we sent you this wig or something like that. You never paid for it. And so we just want our money for the wig back, you know? And Mulatto's like, no, I didn't do that. It was my stylist that stole your wig and it was two years ago and you waited till I blew up to say something. And it's like, sis. But did you really blow up yet? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm still, there's some underlying factors as to why I said what I just said. Because first of all, her name is Mulatto. So you might want to think about changing your name before you ever think about you blowing up. Okay. Change your name first and then we might consider you blowing up. Okay. Um, I saw this tweet fucking killed me. It said... You're, um, you claim to be big or whatever or blowing up, but you still doing performances. You claim that your money is up, but you still doing performances during a pandemic. She been doing the performances this whole pandemic, sis. You was not the breadwinner that you want everybody to, you know, believe that you are. And that's okay. But for you to lie on social media and do all that extra stuff, it's just like super unnecessary. She doesn't know what she wants to go by. She doesn't know if she's black or white because she looks really white sometimes and then she tries to sound country black. I just, I don't. Okay. Your name is Mulatto, so that means you should know what the fuck is up, especially if you're from the South. Like, why would you name yourself that? I'm sorry. I just can't, I can't really respect it. I'm sorry. So I say you give that girl her motherfucking money and let it be water under the bridge. Like it's that simple. If you claim to have all this money, then why can't you just pay her to shut her up? It shouldn't have even been an issue. In my opinion, it shouldn't have even it shouldn't have even been an issue. It really shouldn't have. If you got money, girl, you said I, I stole a wig from you two two years ago. Get yeah, eight hundred dollars. Here you go. That should be nothing to you, right? So yeah, I don't I don't know what's going on with that mulatto situation, but honey, <laughs> she need to figure it out because she about to be canceled in 0.5 seconds, huh? And you can take that to the bank. <laughs> oh, uh, okay. <clears throat> the moment we have all 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 been waiting for Megan Thee Stallion's good news is finally motherfucking out. Good news. Yes. Megan. Yes. I love you, Megan Pete. <laughs> I love you, Megan Thee Stallion. Ugh, 
girlfriend can do no wrong in my eyes. And that is for sure, for sure, for sure. When I tell you, it's just a woman's world. Oh, it's a woman's world. So good news has some really good features. Let's start off with the features. Uh, the baby, of course. City Girls, Lil Durk. SZA. She got a she got a little song with Popcorn, you feel me? She got Big Sean and 2 Chains on the song together. And of course, Beyonce and also Young Thug on Don't Stop. Now, woo, this album, not including the three songs that we already heard, which would be the Savage Remix, Girls in the Hood, and Don't Stop, has 14 tracks. 14 new tracks. Let me tell you which one I like. Let me tell you. Shots fired. We gonna start off with shots motherfucking fire because who did she sample? None other than the B.I.G. Notorious Biggie Smalls. Yes, yes, yes. Megan, who shot you? We know. You did that, girl. You did it. <laughs> let me give you all of your, uh, let me give you all my coins, girl. <laughs> Let me give you all of the praise right now because, girl, you did that. And I fucking, fucking, fucking love it. I love it. I love what you did there. I love that you took the time. Because this is what I feel like real artists do. They may not say all that much on social media or, although she did, she did. She finally cleared the air, the air a while ago. But although they may not say as much on social media or in real life or in interviews, they definitely put it in their songs. And I was definitely looking forward to her confronting everything that happened, confronting Tory Lanez in the song. So she motherfucking did that. Just, yes, sis, you fucking did that. Um, ooh, do it on the tip. Do it on the tip. Do it, do it on the tip. Now, do it on the tip with City Girls is instantly, that was like one of my favorite songs. When I first heard the album, when I first went through the album, instantly my favorite. I love Movie with Lil Durk. I love his voice. Sounds really good on the track. I just, ooh, ooh, shake that booty, bitch. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, Freaky Girls. In general, that's such a women's empowerment song. I love it. 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 I'm eating it up. Like, sis, you gave me the food. You gave me the plate. You ordered a meal, and I'm eating it up. The girls are eating. <laughs> the girls are eating. Body yaddy 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 body yaddy 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 body body baby body and we ain't talking about this hair you feel me body I love body body yaddy 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 I love that song I think she did her freaking Thing. once again like what do you expect it's fucking Megan Pete on the on the beat it's fucking Megan Thee Stallion on the aliens <laughs> I have no rhyme to go with that but I love body uh and then I love intercourse with uh popcorn so it's a little you know island ting going on which I love uh, go crazy. I love go crazy with Big Sean and 2 Chains. I love that song. The only thing that I think could make that song better was if E-40 was on the track. Now, I think the song would have been perfect with every single feature if E-40 was also on the track. So, uh, but other than that, I still love the song. Like, don't get it twisted. I live for the song. Outside is good. I like that song. Don't Rock Me to Sleep is a nice little pop song. Overall, I freaking loved the album. I love the album. 
Um, it's on repeat 24-7. I love you, Megan Thee Stallion. And also, congrats on your GQ cover. And congrats on making Rapper of the Year. Clap for her because she definitely deserves it. If anyone deserves to be Rapper of the Year, I do personally think that it is Megan Thee Stallion. Now, others have expressed their opinions in the opposite way. <laughs> Others have expressed that, you know, maybe someone else is a little bit more deserving of that uh, artist, uh, sorry, rapper of the year award awarded by GQ. And they say it should be Lil Baby. Who is they, you may ask? Well, that actually leads me into my next segment. Let's skip the small talk. All right, so for today's Let's Skip the Small Talk, I have my friend Anthony here with me, and we're gonna just discuss uh, Megan Thee Stallion versus Lil Baby. Now, let me let me remind you guys, like I just said, Megan got GQ's Rapper of the Year. So that's a pretty big deal for the girls, for all of us, just in rap in general. It's like finally a woman, yes. But some people, like Anthony, seem to think otherwise, um, that other people are more deserving of that title. For example, you know, Lil Baby. He been taking over the summer too. So let's just talk. Let's just skip the small talk. Let's talk about it, Anthony. <laughs> let's talk about it. I believe that she deserves that award because she's literally been taking over three summers now. So we start with 2018. We had, yes, we had, we start with 2018. We start with Big Old Freak. That was a huge hit. Cash It with the baby was also a huge hit. Now let's slide into 2019 summer. We had Hot Girl Summer. Nicki Minaj feature, by the way, in Ty Dolla Sign. Also, Captain Hook was a big song. She had her own song, Savage, was also big towards the end of the year. Coming into 2020, Savage the remix featuring none other than who? You already know. Do I really have to say it? Beyonce! Need I say more? You know, that's 2020, early 2020. Then we had Girls in the Hood with around mid-2020. And then summer, to put it all in a nice little bow, we have WAP featuring Cardi B. Now, once again, let me reiterate, she took over for three whole summers. Not only did she do that, she started some TikTok challenges, the whole savage thing. It's like, why can't the girls have, why can't we ever celebrate and have someone when, um, be deserving of something without some kind of feed, what is it called? Not feedback, but like negative feedback. All right, so first things first, you know, congrats to Megan Thee Stallion. Um, for winning rapper of the year for GQ magazine, mm-hmm. um, you know, I guess if little baby couldn't get it, you know, I think she was a viable second option. I mean, who can dispute it? She did have some classes. She yeah. did have some good summer classes. You know, she out the gate, good. like sis came out hot out the gate. You okay, know, go ahead. You know, she came out hot, but you know, sometimes it's not about how you start; it's about how you finish. You know, what okay, I'm saying? you're you're right, which that doesn't apply in this case, but okay, it's just. He's different. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Um, so here's the first things first. Mm-hmm. Um, you say she took over two summers. Well, last summer it was supposed to be hot girl summer, right? Well, you said three. I, I say two, but yeah, wait, wait. 
you know, we don't have so much time, so we, we're going to go to the two. I don't know the viewers remember, but we're going to go to the last two. So last summer, it was a hot girl summer. It was pretty, it was a pretty good start, you know what I'm saying? She had a great start to the industry, and um, everybody was singing the music. They were like, yeah, we're going to the beach. We're going to look our best. We're going to go work out. We're going to go clean up. Even though Saul did go clean up, and, you know, we, we remember y'all, but you know, we had a good, they had a good start, uh-huh. but when Future and everybody else came onto the scene and pretty much demoralized Hot Girl Summer because they thought they were going to be able to just, you know, walk over people, do whatever they want to do, pull whatever one want to do, run game, whatever, it, it didn't go that way. It just didn't go that way. So... That killed that little momentum, you know. But great start, like I said, it's not always how you start, it's not always how you finish. So that ended that. This past summer, which is, ooh, 2020, terrible. Oh, my God. Man, we got one more month, y'all. But this past summer, for the most part, she did help quarantine. And I think, I think she does deserve a lot of credit for that. Because TikTok, I, I hate. I do not care for, especially after their racist, whole racist thing that everybody seems to forget about. Uh, everybody was doing the Savage Challenge, um, doing pretty other challenges as well. And they got people, you know, to do something different because for the most part, depending on where you were, you couldn't go nowhere. There wasn't right. nothing to do, right. you know. Um, we didn't know how this coronavirus pandemic, pandemic yeah. was yeah. shaped out. Um, and it gave people some light. Now, even though we are in the pandemic and whatnot, I do, again, give her credit for that. But little Baby, he's on, on another level. Like, this is a guy who was like, okay, he's decent. But then when he dropped his last last two albums, for the most part, we're like, he really could be, like, GOAT status. Like, Atlanta. Like, so what makes him GOAT status? Is it his flow? Is it his features? Is it the music and the beats? Is it... Just him and his persona, like what exactly is it about Lil Baby? It's a mess. Um, cause the flow and the beats, for the most part, I feel like he didn't really. I, I would say I don't really feel like he got the flow and beats part. So mind you, we're talking about rapper of the year. To later, but that's what I'm saying. We're comparing like now the rapper of the year, the stuff he has now, it is a, a whole nother level. Like we literally were But you can't but you I personally think you can say the same thing about the Savage remix, how that's on another level because she got Beyonce on the track. Okay, so so let's just go ahead and stop that right there. Beyonce can't rap. So let let's just start that. That's not my point. That's not my point. My point is she's Megan has reached that status to where she has a feature from Cardi B, Nicki Minaj, and Beyonce. And And that's a pretty big deal. For an art, for a new artist, go ahead. I mean, I mean, yes, it is. She came out a couple years ago. How many artists you know came out a couple years ago? That's like Lil Baby getting a feature from Jay Z or from one of the goats, from one of the older goats. Like, hello, that's a huge deal. But again, um, when we talk about rapper of the year, even though she was able to get that feature, it was. It was it was overblown for the most part. I mean, but that's the point. That's why she had. That's why she's rapper of the year. Also, she had one of the biggest songs. But are we? 
But that's the thing. The question is, are we talking about literally rapping like the music part of it? Or are we just talking about who can you get to be on the song featuring? No, no, that's definitely you know, not the No, the song was dope as fuck. I'm I'm still that still doesn't make sense. The song was still good. Whether or not she had Beyonce on it. But that's the thing though. I mean, you know, I don't want to diminish this because it is really hard like if you are able to get top tier artists on your songs on your albums like it does wonders and it definitely helps and it says stuff about you in a way but at the same time it's about what product are you putting out when you get these artists on your songs as well because personally the savage the regular savage is better than the remix and i think some people feel that way too some to you to you to you I heard that. I heard that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, that's the thing, man. Um, like, we, we love the music. We love the folk artists. Mm-hmm. We just think Lil Baby got snubbed. Um, we, someone feel like he's not being appreciated as he should be. Right. I understand. It's like when, I don't remember what year it was. It might have been 2017 when Kendrick came out with his album, Damn. But I think Cole had, or who else? It was somebody else. And Kendrick was getting all the Grammys and all the awards. But that doesn't mean that the other artists didn't have just as, weren't uh, as worthy, you know, of getting those awards. So I feel you. I I hear you. I understand. Um, I just feel like there's always some kind of pushback when it comes to a woman winning an award or just a woman winning in, in general, especially when there's, obviously a male that's just as good as her because usually what will happen is the male will win that's usually what happens so it just kind of irritates me the fact that we always have to have this conversation when you know it's a woman involved and all that kind of stuff but I hear your point of view you know I I can't say I believe you because I'm not the biggest you know little baby fan and I don't know what like I can't say I'm with you because <laughs> In all honesty, because I don't really listen to Lil Baby like that. So I can't I can't be like, yeah, I get it. You know, I, I can compare it to another situation. But this one, you know, I think Megan got this one. She did this one for the girls. We appreciate well, that, will, Megan. I will say this, though. I mean, it is nice to see a person um, like Megan, again, receive this award. Because, right. like I said, hey, you know, it ain't, it's not like it's, she won the war and it was just... Mediocre oh, work. Like, right. It was just volunteer that gave... No. Like she was, she was up there for the right, most part. right, um, for longer and than that. I think it's okay. good to see black women artists being appreciated um, like they're supposed to be. Period. So yeah. Well, thank you, Anthony, for coming on here and speaking. I just had to hear somebody else's point of view as to why they thought that little baby was, you know, deserving. Um, and that's not to say that he isn't deserving. It's just that I think. Megan is way more deserving. <laughs> she got shot in the foot, for God's sake. Like, come on now. <laughs> come the fuck on. That concludes this episode of Consciously Unfiltered with Averlina. But before I let you go, I gotta leave y'all with a little, little, little bit of something to, um, you know, just remember me by. Uh, I just wanted to mention two shows that I absolutely love that I have been watching during quarantine. 
which include P Valley, Get Into It. It's about the strip club and being in the South and making that money, honey, and not letting it make you, or whatever Lisa Ray said. Um, and then the second one would be Lovecraft Country. Now that is like one of my favorite shows ever that came out this year. It's a brilliant show. I suggest you guys watch it if you have not already. Hopefully I'll be able to have a discussion with um, some people that I love and adore on here because that show was just epic in so many ways. So yeah, I just want to thank you guys for tuning in. Stay tuned because I will keep the episodes coming, especially if we go into quarantine, like fingers crossed we do, because that means I get to make more content. Um, <laughs> so yeah, until next time, you guys. Bye.